Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of another show. And every week is a surprise. Hi, Aid. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. The countdown begins. There's no countdown. I'm just kidding. But we got like a couple of DMs this week just asking if we know when the show is coming back. And I know y'all are tired. We're tired of checking also. Age is still checking. But we don't know when the show's coming back. We don't know why. We don't know what's happening. So we're just winging it. And Tan said surprise each week for you guys in terms of topic. It's a surprise to us too sometimes. <laughs> like this week's show was not what we had planned, but then, you know, we made a new plan just based on what we were watching. And that's talking. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, yep. Tane, we'll get to it. But tell the people what this week's show is about. So this week we decided we are just going to talk about New Roni. And for those who might not be familiar with the Bravoverse, that is Real Housewives of New York, version 2.0. Yay! Uh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get to that, I, you know, I watch And Just Like That, and then I listen to the rewatch where Tane and Nana talk about And Just Like That. I think what, what I wouldn't say bothers me, but I'm like, Maybe I should like join you guys or something because I've got opinions about this show every single time I watch this. <laughs> we should make it happen. We should make it happen because it's just a, it's just a, it's ripe for conversation. There's oh yes, just a lot. There's just a lot that you can take from it. But I'm curious though. Do you think the Aiden thing is a setup? Is it happily ever after, or are we being? Set oh up no, that's not ending well. that is not ending well and i think that i'm very annoyed by it and the problem is is that you i kind of watch and just like that and then i listen to your podcast but i think you know reddit is stalking me because it pops up just one little post from the end just like that uh subreddit and then i end up reading through and i'm like oh these people are making a lot of sense we're all on the same page here oh well, what are you referring to? What are they saying? Well, they're all in agreement that this Aiden thing is not long of this world and that it's happening too quickly. I, I, and once someone said, I was like, yeah, you know, we went from like Aiden's back to like Carrie's buying an apartment for Aiden. I'm like, what? Well, I think that's where I differ. I don't think it's too quick. I think if you're 56, you've lost a husband and it's someone familiar. I mean, why the hell not? What are you waiting for? And you have unlimited money. Why the hell not? I guess. You what know what you it did, for? though? <laughs> Some This is the joy of Reddit. She said something about having a key to the park. Suddenly, I'm reading this whole article about what having a key to Gramercy Park is, 
how hard it is to get a key, how much a key costs. That's what Reddit will do to you. (laughs) (laughs) But back to the show. (laughs) The one thing we talk about a lot is how lazy the writers are. So, um, (laughs) yeah. But yeah, guys, shameless plug. Check it out. And also, we watched all six seasons of Sex and the City. We rewatched it with older, more seasoned eyes. So if you're looking for something to listen to, check it out. It's the rewatch times two. That's T-H-E-R-E-W-A-T-C-H-X to everywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you. Yes, guys, you should check it out. I greatly enjoy it. It's very fun to listen to. Uh, so go for it. So this past week, we posted our Patreon episode of Sister Wives. Just an FYI to you guys, we're still making episodes for Patreon. Um, You can go listen to our bonus episodes on Patreon. Um, We will be doing a bonus episode for Sister Wives when it premieres next week. Um, And you can also go on our Patreon to get ad-free versions of the episodes that we are posting uh, during the off-season. $3 level gets you no ads. Starting at the $5 level gets you the bonus episodes. I know you're excited for Sister Wives. Oh, yes. Although, I feel like you're going to be annoyed. (laughs) Because I think the timeline is going to be all jacked up. Like, I think we're going to go back and Janelle wouldn't have left him yet. That's what we're going to see throughout the season. That's fine with me. But they're behind, as usual. So, maps aside, do you think Sister Wives is your favorite reality show? Mm, no, but I don't know what my favorite reality show is, but I don't think I could give Sister Wives that. Why? I think it inspires the most opinions from me, probably. But I don't think I would call it my favorite show. I think 90 Day Fiance is my favorite. Okay, I can I can see that, so I can do that. Because <laughs> I, I, I see the most passion when you talk about Sister Wives. And again, you convinced me to watch a show. That's that's a, that's a feat. So that is a feat. So yeah, so I always thought it was Sister Wives, and you know a lot about them. So. I sure do because they. I think part of the reason why I feel the need to share what I know about them is because they lie a lot. I know. Um, <laughs> and I also think that there's some sort of narrative out there about what Robin has done and what Robin hasn't done. I don't think Robin is that great. I want to be very clear about that. But I do think she gets blamed for a lot of things that are, like, not her fault. <laughs> eh, I think it's more like she helped make the cracks wider. They were but they cracks, were already she, there. That's why the cracks were there. She helped make them wider. <laughs> she didn't make the cracks. She just helped make them wider. She did not seal it or help seal the cracks. She just helped make them wider. I'm very curious to see. This is what I think happened. This is my theory. Because we we, we just posted our, our thoughts on the three-part thing. And the three-part reunion, I don't know. what It's not a reunion. It's one-on-ones. <laughs> By the end of it, you know, Janelle's like, oh, I've left Cody. Um, had Was Mary in the one-on-ones? Did she, she say she had left Cody or did we find that out later? It was, we found out later. Okay. She was still hanging on. All I think that happened is they were poor. They were poor, poor before this TV show came along. The TV show made it to where they weren't poor anymore. 
everybody thought if someone left that they would have no TV show anymore. And that was half the reason why I think they were all Mary included holding on. Then Christine left and TLC kept on shooting her and everybody else was like, oh, we can leave too. <laughs> That's the theory. I'm just kind of curious to see how many episodes they can mine out of this. <laughs> like, there's only so many episodes we can see Janelle say fuck you or see Robin <laughs> cry or see Cody throwing a tantrum. The kids are not even part of this anymore. So exactly how many episodes can we mine out of this? So. I would like us to get more kids because I believe that the kids are going to be the ones who are going to be telling the truth. Um, And I also think Cody is going to talk about how his kids have betrayed him when they like hanging out with um, Christine over him. Mm. Um, Before we recorded, you had a little tidbit about the, is it Michael O'Hare? Am I saying his name? What is his name? Michael O'Hare? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, I really I'm I'm ashamed to admit it, but it is the truth. I love Sandra Bullock. Therefore, even though I knew it was a white savior movie, I went ahead and watched The Blind Side. And I think at that time I was still watching The View. So when she like when the real two he lady went on <laughs> went on the view, I distinctly remember her interview. And I sort of clocked the fact that despite being the so-called subject of the movie. He was not interested in the movie at all. Mm. He was not interested in promoting it. He was not interested in talking about it. The only thing I remember him saying about it was basically, A, I wasn't that dumb. I knew how to play football before I met them. And the mom going on The View talking about, well, Michael's very focused on football, so he's not really interested in all the buzz around the movie. It's been many, many years, but that's the stuff that I remember from that time. And now he comes out and says they stole from him. Um, They had him sign a conservatorship. Um, They didn't include him in the money that was made from the movie that they made. They even included their two biological kids and they didn't include him. Uh, They told him he was signing paperwork to be part of their family and adopt him. It was conservatorship paperwork after the age of 18. The only thing that doesn't seem to have happened is I don't think they stole his NFL money. I'm very grateful for that because with the conservatorship, I think they could have. Um, I'm not giving them credit for that in any way. I'm just glad it didn't happen. Um, And yeah, I feel like the NCAA at the time made accusations that the only reason that they were good good to him is so that he would go play for their alma mater, which is Mississippi State. And that's why the NCAA got involved and investigated. Um, But I think they were probably right because I feel like once he was done playing football for Mississippi State, I don't think they were that interested in him. That's a damn shame. People. So is he suing them now? He is suing them. Um, He's suing to end the conservatorship because he didn't know he was under a conservatorship all this time. Um, And I think he's suing to get some of the money back that they made from the movie. That's crazy. I hope he gets something. I hope he does, but, you know, spending all that money on lawyers, but the audacity of people, though, and also the wickedness, the heart of man is wicked. But people love to be told how great and good they are, and they got a lot of that. You took in this poor, impoverished black child. 
You got him a football. You taught him to play football. Lies. Um, people love to be a savior. And football people are weird. <laughs> football people are weird. <laughs> well, oh well. Well, I hope he gets something and it works out for him. Um, before we dive into this week's episode in, in the same family, I don't know. Did you get to watch the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City trailer? I didn't. I saw the picture. You're the one who actually, who who all is in there? <laughs> I saw that Mary was back, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I saw the trailer, but when I saw it, I was in a public place and I just never went back. I usually don't watch trailers, actually. But it Me seems too. like something happened because I think people were like, you don't need to watch the whole trailer. You just need to watch this part so mary had said something to heather i don't know what it is but i probably should but um mary is not full-time so she's not in the picture um one of the gens from last how many was that the name there were many of them last season is back as a full-time person the one who shoe um no the one who jen threw champagne on her head <laughs> she's this back is the thing time this person had champagne poured on their head and I could not mm-hmm. recall their face if my life depended on it. <laughs> um, Angie, sorry, sorry guys. That's the one. There was a lot of Angie's last season. So Angie K was the one who had the champagne. So she's back. So Mary seems like she's a friend. From what I heard, I think Mary showed her ass again. And so she just became like a friend. But are you surprised that Mary's coming back? Uh, I am surprised that Mary is coming back, but I am glad that she's coming back. And I honestly wonder if this show can survive without um, Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw, yeah. Because they have been running on the fumes of her being a bad person. So, (laughs) and that's been the storyline for the first two. So it'll be interesting to see it on their own. But if they can make it and have storylines without her, then I think they'll be okay. Oh, God. I'm like, what was the storyline? Heather and Whitney just screaming at each other about nothing that anybody cared about. Is that what we have to look forward to? We hope not, but probably expect that. I don't know. (laughs) But um, I was going to say, Mary's so lucky. Like, I don't know anyone who decided not to show up to the reunion and gets called back. So a lot of people are saying that it's very unfair for her to come back. But I think Salt Lake City needs a little bit of what Mary brings and we don't know what Mary brings. She brings a little bit of chaos. She and... brings a little kookiness. She's not really filtered. Yeah. I'll give her that that she brings that to the table and that might be worth having. I just don't know how they convince her to do it because never has there been anyone who acts like they don't want to be somewhere and she's still on there. She seems like she has full 100% disdain for the show, for her castmates, and yet she came back. I'm very, very surprised she came back. I'm Um, thinking, am I surprised that Mary came back? uh, I recall her, it's been a couple years, you know how my memory is. I definitely recall her lack of interest, not only in filming, but in the women that she was spending time with. She very much looked down upon them, which I can't really fault her for. I mean, she um, called someone, did she say call someone an inbred? Like she's rude <laughs> as well. <laughs> call them little girl. 
Say you smell like medicine. She did say in the trailer someone smells like fart or something. So, I mean, she only likes Meredith, which is very interesting to me. I just feel like uh, when people say stuff is like fair or unfair, I'm like, this is a TV show. Like, this is not high school. (laughs) There are not like rules. It's like, oh, we need people to watch our TV show. And if we think having this person will make that happen, then they're coming back. If they thought Adrian Maloof was going to make people watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hill, despite the fact that she didn't show up for the reunion, she's the OG of that, they would invite her back. I promise you. I mean, you should you should have used LVP. She didn't show up to the reunion. In fact, she quit mid-season. If they thought it would help, they would take her back. I mean, she still has a job with pump rules, so. <laughs> That's what I mean. Talking of things that happened this week. <laughs> Kyle's music video. I saw some clips, some screenshots. Remember how we had that whole discussion about how we shouldn't out people? And I'm like, okay, well, it looks like they are outing themselves. It's called acting aid. Okay. It's called acting aid. I don't know what Kyla's doing, but the, the insulting thing to me is when she said she took off her rings because she was lifting weights. Like, we are not stupid. Like... She's trying to be in front of the story. I don't know how this is going to play out, but good luck to her involved. But she's coming. um, Their show is premiering in November, so it seems like so far away, but I think they did that on purpose. They're saving their quote-unquote best for later in the year. I am looking um, forward to it. Yeah, because Salt Lake is September. So we await and we'll see what happens. All right, guys, we'll be back to talk about Roni right after these messages. Life doesn't happen biweekly, so why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Summer is coming and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from Earn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, Type in AltoCall on the podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's AltoCall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ladies, you know that vicious week before your period where you feel like you want to crawl out of your skin? You feel a little bit down or off and those cravings when you feel like you can eat anything in sight? Well, there's a solution for that. Now it's easier to manage your PMS with estrogen control. You have to try Hormone Harmony. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. 
For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S for 15% off today. If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their ginger lime mule and grapefruit paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocallMAFS. You guys know I don't drink very much. So Recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress-balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallMAFS so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. And we are back. Okay, Mm -hmm. Aid. Let me know what your thoughts were when it was announced that there was going to be a Roni 2.0. I was happy that the other women were not coming back because I couldn't stand any of them anymore. And I didn't want to watch them on TV again. Because it's never been done before, I I think I was more curious. Like, is this going to work, rebooting the show? Is this going to be good? Um, it's only been a few episodes, but I think the answer is yes. What about you? Um, when I first heard it, I was like, why do we need to have two? You know where I stand. I think we should revamp anything from scratch. I'm like, if we're going to have something new, let's just have something new. The original ladies, I get it. I get the nostalgia. I get how everyone loves the people. But we have to admit that the last few seasons, no matter how much you want to blame Ebony, it's not Ebony's fault. It just became sort of a train wreck and not the train wreck that you wanted to, like an accident you just couldn't help yourself it was just like what are we doing here like it didn't seem to have any direction so i just thought i didn't see the need for two versions i actually don't think i knew that it was actually andy cohen's idea until i read his book and you know it's in diary form and he was talking about they don't know what they're going to do about roni And he was like, I just thought of an idea. Maybe we should have two versions and all that. So that took me by surprise. And maybe it's public knowledge or common knowledge, but I didn't know that it was his idea. I was also quite glad that the the legacy Roni fell apart because I had no interest in watching it. I mean, I don't, I think a pause is good for these women. They get into their heads, they get into each other, and I think it's good. I, like, okay, I guess I'm trying to say I wouldn't have minded if it came back. And then you can regroup because these people get into their heads. Like people like Teresa, I'm the OG, you can't do anything without me or whatever. And then they're so shook when it doesn't happen. So I think it would have reset something in them. But they also, it's been very interesting to watch how much bravo is fighting to keep them alive i have not been watching crappy lake because once again i would no interest (laughs) no interest in the original uh uh new york cast um is that what you mean by fighting to keep them alive 
yeah, in some way, and then having Ultimate Girls Trip, and then now Ultimate Girls Trip, that was um, the New York version that was supposed to come out later, it's coming out earlier. So honestly, I would not be surprised if they came back. I just, they're not letting them go. It's not a, yeah, and like people love their Roni. So anybody else, I don't know. Ramona has survived a lot that she shouldn't have. And she's still employed and she's still out there um, walking around with all the confidence. And so, yeah, so after Ultimate Girls Trip, I think something's going to come around and they're still alive in some capacity. I watched Crappy Lake, the first two episodes, and I'm just, I couldn't. If the peer pressure gets me, I'll end up watching Ultimate Girls Trip. But right now I'm like very resolved that I'm, I'm not watching that. I know I'm going to watch it, but I don't understand the Kelly Ben Simone choice. And in some ways, the Kristen, the Kristen Takeman. Like, I would rather, what's the Puff Daddy girl? I'd rather, Heather. I'd rather have Heather. <laughs> you call her the Puff Daddy girl. Holla! <laughs> I prefer Holla Heather, personally. Um, um, yeah, I, I would take that over, like, of all the ladies they've had, they got Kelly Ben Simone. What? I, I yeah, I don't understand that. I really don't like Kelly, so I don't know. If she she's has wrong. dark, evil energy, and she has since the moment she showed up on our screen. Mm-hmm. So kind of nasty. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see how it is. I know I'm gonna watch it, so we'll see how it goes. But to answer your question, ten hundred hours later, I am really, really, really enjoying Roni 2.0. Everything starts and begins with the casting and i think they nailed the casting um everybody we talked a little bit about this in one of our episodes i don't know which but everyone talks about how oh new york was just you know a white affair and in new york it should be a melting pot and should have all that and i like how diverse it is i like how fresh it is i like that it's not stale i like that it's still fun they still like each other. They're not in factions. There's no teams. There's enough meanness. There's enough cattiness. But again, it's balanced out by all the fun. Um, I think my only concern is Jenna, there's a disparity in Jenna's age group with the rest of the girls. And sometimes it shows. And you, I don't know how that's going to play out eventually. I don't, I see what you're saying, but I don't think it's the age. Um, <laughs> I think it's the personality. Because in the original version of Romy, Bethany did not seem to fit in demographically at all. Okay. But she had the relationships. It just seemed to work, even though on paper it shouldn't have. I think yeah. Jenna is who she is, and that's why this is not working. <laughs> or not not working because it's actually working pretty great but you can see what you're talking about with the discrepancy is it i'm like is it the discrepancy in where they are in their careers is it discrepancy in where they are in their lives but she's just not quite fitting (laughs) but she's still doing the work i actually don't think that she's not not fitting in if someone's not fitting in is jessel oh yes me so i think she's fitting in so for me i mean I hear what you're saying. I think I would still lean heavily into the age thing. Like after, like at our age, I I don't think the same things that would matter to a 20 something. I was like, Jenna's cool. 
So she's unfazed by these things, like, like the whole restaurant thing, where they didn't want to go to the restaurant is snatched, by the way, or they, they bleeped it out or whatever. I thought it was Wait, a catch. What? Sorry, catch. Why did I say snatch? <laughs> <laughs> catch. <laughs> uh, Jenna's just like, who cares? Like, what is like, you know? And then, like, when they were all mad about the gift that she gave and they were like, you were rude and all that. Jenna's just like, yeah, it was rude, but she's not going to be all wah, 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 wah about it. So I don't know. I just think for me, it's like, there's an age gap that shows, but I don't know. Maybe it's something else, but she's too cool for school. Yes. She's too cool for school. And I don't think you can be, I think, you know, Jenna gets to be here. She wants to be here because she's a name. She's like a real name. In yeah. some ways, in the fashion world, she's like, I want to compare her to Denise Richards, but it's not even that. It's like more. Yeah, she's a big deal. And I'm just glad that she's, I, I like her on the show. So I'm glad that it's working out because when they announced her, um, I was skeptical because she had a reality show on HBO Max. What are we calling it? Max? HBO I call Max? it HBO I Max. I call it okay. HBO Max. And they will pry that HBO part out of my cold dead hands because no one will know what you're talking about if you just say Max. <laughs> I know. Whenever I want to tag it on social media, I'm like, is it Max? Is it HBO Max? But anyway, she had a show on Max and it was so boring. Oh my God. I couldn't even finish it. And I say it all the time. If I don't finish a reality show, that's how bad it is. So I didn't know what she was going to bring to this. But so far... I think she's been a great addition. And, oh, sorry, the other thing that makes this show great is I truly enjoy how open they are. It could be first season, I don't know what it is, but I think they're all very open. I would agree. They are very open, and I appreciate that about all of them. Yeah, which brings me to the question. When we found out that Jenna had a girlfriend, but she's choosing not to film, and she's keeping that separate and all that kind of stuff, is that fair? I know we just talked about fair. You said it's just a TV show. <laughs> but <laughs> is, is that against the quote unquote rules of a reality TV show where is it, should you be on there, get the same salary and there are other people who are showing their par- partners and you don't get to show yours. But if you're compensated for it in other ways and being open, does she make up for the fact of that or does it matter at all? This is what I mean. Like, none of the other women on this show could have gotten away with having a girlfriend and not showing them. Because they would have been like, ah, maybe this is not for you. This is a discrepancy that I don't think is cool. I think if you are on the show, you should have to show your significant other. If you're not going to show them, you have to talk about them enough to make it worth our while. She's not doing either of those things. Yeah, I think that's the fault of the producers. Maybe they just wanted the big name. I think I recall when we talked about it where Andy in his book was like, she was the last to sign her contract because they were going to announce them right the day before or something she still hadn't signed. And I wonder if that was the tipping point. Like, if you're not going to show this, um, do we want you on there? But I do think this is going to play a big part because we're noticing it more and more. And in the latest episode, episode five, you see them say things like, Bryn was like, if I did this, it would be like World War II, but if Jenna does it, all of a sudden it's okay, and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if the girls are going to get resentful of that, and then also maybe her being like an audience favorite. 
if that's going to play over and it becomes a thing of ganging up on because Jenna is someone I can see pulling an LVP. Like, you're not going to gang up on me. I don't need to show. And she'll just walk away. She will just walk away. But I do think that the other half of what Bryn was saying that was going unsaid is she was saying it, oh, the girls. Like, she wouldn't be in this much trouble with the girls. But I actually think she meant end production. (laughs) 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 That was the unsaid part. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. There's so many things. I th- I feel like I could talk about Jenna all day long because I wanted to ask about her not showing up um, to the to the party, to Jessel's party, and saying that she had an event, her leaving Aaron's, um, Hampton's house, and going to her house and all that. Are those all crimes, or are they just being forgivable because it's Jenna? With the whole, this is the thing. I feel like saying... I have limited time with my child. We have a holiday tradition to do. I can't make it to your event. But she was kind of shady about it. And the shadiness is what pissed them off even more. Though I will say this group is ready. They are ready to be upset at every little thing. Especially Erin. She's the most uptight person that ever walked the earth. She is ready to be annoyed and offended about every little thing. As the lovely Uba said, these girls are fighting about cheese. <laughs> but yeah, that that's true. Erin is, you know, I like Erin. I, I really? you're right. Erin is uptight. I don't know what it is about her. Like I know I shouldn't like her by all accounts. There's not a lot of likable things about her. But then when I think about the cast, the only likable person is Uba. Yes. So because I think about Sai and I find Sai not uh, but there's a mean streak <laughs> inside. There is definitely a mean streak inside, but I think I like her anyway. I think I enjoy that mean streak. Yeah, because you need that. It's all balance. And it's not like mean, like, oh, I will watch you burn on the side of the road and I wouldn't even pee on you. <laughs> it's just enough to be a housewife. Like it's all the elements that you need um, in a housewife show. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I like Erin, and Erin facilitates stuff. <laughs> she, she keeps things going. She had the first. There's trip in the so house. much shit stirring on the show. <laughs> yeah. They are keeping it going because they are just a group of people who refuse to let anything go. They're very uptight, very, very, very uptight group of people, except for Uba. And I even think Jenna is uptight in many, many ways, too. She's, she just looks closed in when you watch her on the television. Yeah, I don't think Bryn is uptight. I think Bryn can get the exception also. You're right. Bryn can get the exception. But Jessel and Aaron, you know, Sai is not uptight either. Sai is just no, a shitster. Yeah. She's not. I mean, they were really reaching when they tried to blame um, Jenna for saying the cackling hags. I'm like, she just used the word cackling as a word. It wasn't, it hadn't, because Bryn was on Watch What Happens Live trying to blame it on um, Jen, Jenna. And I'm like, okay, now we're just reaching if we're just looking for stuff um, to accuse somebody of. But I'm going to ask you though, um, you know, like Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City suffered for. You, their first season that you could tell that 
they watched the show or the franchise and they came in ready to play parts and, you know, do whatever they had to do to stay on. I don't get the impression that the ladies of New York are doing that. I think they're genuinely just being themselves and they don't suffer from that thing of watching the franchise and trying to fit into a role. But I'm curious to see what your take on that is. Do you agree or disagree? I'm very glad you mentioned this because I do think one of the genius things about the casting is I'm not getting the sense that these people have watched a whole lot of Housewives. Mm. They're almost not acting. They've watched enough to know that you can't let anything go. You have to reiterate things. Everything has to be talked out. But they haven't watched too much where they're like always trying to create a moment or always trying to create a scene. Stuff is just naturally happening through their personalities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. So things are just um, flowing um, on that end. So I think like Sai arguably was besides Jenna, because I kind of feel I want, I kind of want to say like, unless you're in fashion or into pop culture, you know, Jenna, but I feel like Sai was arguably the most known before the show because a lot of my friends, even those who don't watch um, Housewives, are like, oh, I know Sai. She's the Instagram influencer and all that. I did not know who Sai was. <laughs> Never heard of Sai. Loved, loved in this last episode that she showed some of the business of being an influencer. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I'm glad she's, you know, making, like, a lot of them had humble beginnings. And it's just kind of nice to see them live out their dreams for lack of a better word um and just enjoy it because it's one thing there's sometimes people like get the lives that they always hoped for but they're still not enjoying it but i feel like these ladies are actually enjoying their lives i just i they're enjoying their lives and i feel like i think that's where we went wrong with salt lake city yeah they're creating a show but i don't get the sense that i'm watching people create a show I get a sense that they were living a life and now I'm watching them live that life. <laughs> That's good, Aid. <laughs> um, I like the fact that they all seem to have real jobs, real careers, and pretty, pretty, they're pretty high up. I mean, Jessel got some good people for that party. She really did. And I think that's what that party was about. Let's talk about her. What are your thoughts on Jessel? Oh, gosh. She's so uptight. So uptight and so miserable. But this is the thing. I was on her side with some stuff. Look, the woman has said, I'm not having sex with my husband. I don't think she's comfortable in her body. If you give her lingerie, she's not going to be comfortable in it. She's not comfortable with her body. And these cackling hags would not leave her alone. Jenna, it was almost like they were like, why are you not bowing down to the worship of Jenna Lyons? Because she gave you some lingerie that you didn't look good in. I was on her side with that one. And I was not happy when they wouldn't let it go. How dare you dishonor the great Jenna Lyons by saying you didn't like her lingerie that she gave you. It was no, I didn't, I didn't see it that way. <laughs> I think that it was not... You're right about everything. I do think... When you said miserable, I'm like, okay, that tracks. I was going to say uncomfortable in her own life. <laughs> But uh, that's about the same thing, I guess. Um, I think it was more like, to what you said, which is uncomfortable in her body and stuff. 
And then Jenna gave her lingerie. First of all, it was a large, which to these women is like, oh my God, like your mindset is already at the bottom. And then you put it on and it's basically like a dress and you see everybody else got like a cute actual negligee and all that stuff. Like that already puts you in the wrong mindset. But when someone gives you a gift, I didn't think it was the whole Jenna Lyons thing because I think they think they're the shit. I don't think they're going to do anything up to hype her even more. But I think it was more like, it was kind of rude. I understood her sentiment that it was ugly and it wasn't a thing. But if someone gives you, you don't go on and on and on and on. It's just etiquette. You just don't go on and on. I will go with that. that. And that's where Jessel goes wrong. Because she's one of those people who will wrong her way from being right. (laughs) Yeah. And that's kind of what she did there. She, she, She became wrong even though she was right by not shutting up about it talking about it too much um but this is when uptight meets uptight so she called them cackling hags jenna does belong on the show because she ran straight back to them be like she called you a cackling hag just in case you're worried that jenna doesn't belong here (laughs) yeah i thought that i was agreeing with them on jessa like oh what's wrong with her what's this but uh, this recent episode, I think I settled with, I think Jessel is misunderstood. I don't think she means any harm. It just comes off the wrong way. But honestly, if a number of people are calling you princess, including your husband, and you tell her something, she's like, so you're saying I'm a princess? Her husband told her something, she says, so you're saying I'm a bitch? And I'm like, okay, how is anybody going to ever tell you anything if it comes up that way? But that conversation with Sai, where Sai was telling her, you just seem like you feel like you're better than. It's a play of the way where British accents to Americans is like, oh my God, you are. And I'm like, we need to get over that. Because it's like, oh, maybe it's the way you sound, like you're putting us down or whatever. She can't help that she has an accent. Like, where? what do you want her to do? So This is what I think was, okay, this is what I was thinking during the whole, like, because Sai called her privileged and people can take that however they will. Jessel tried to pull, I came to this country with nothing. I always give people a little side eye when they say they came to this country with nothing. Because very few of a certain type of immigrant came to this country with nothing. You, for instance, will catch me dead ever saying that my parents came to this country with nothing. My parents came to this country, you know, knowing the English language educated from an English-speaking country, not destitute. And I imagine that Jessel might have something in common. And so when people say, I came with nothing, I'm like, is your nothing the same as my nothing? Is it? (laughs) Do our definitions match up? (laughs) And I wish I would have gotten more into it with her. Tell me again how you came with nothing. Like, did you you come with a valid visa to be here? Because that's something. Yeah. I don't know. I have strong feelings about when people say they came to this country with nothing. Plus, it's Jessel. When she's trying to dig her way out, she starts saying things and she doesn't know when to shut up. So, there's all that. But, I mean, I think you're right about the fact that she's mentioned that she's not having sex with her husband. Just drop it. You can't just get... You have to know that there's more or something deeper towards that. But I'm also surprised that she brought it up on camera. Like, is it a way to secure her spot? Or that's the other thing I think about Jessel. I think she's like the Whitney of Roni too. 
she got to keep this job. <laughs> so she do anything. And which is part of what I also think this party was about. I think this party was also an excellent opportunity to stick it to air. Like, this is where when two uptight people meet. Jessel says she had a work meeting. Aaron says, I didn't know you worked. Instead of saying like, oh, tell me more about your work or something. She keeps on saying it. Oh, you work? I didn't know you worked. You work? Where do you work? What do you work? It just felt like you were doubting the veracity of her saying that she had a job. And Jessel is the most uptight person ever. And so she started responding in kind. How dare you say that I don't work? Well, you told me you were work. How dare you? And then she has her event where all of these very important people show up. And I was like, well, that was a good way to stick it to Aaron. <laughs> Just in case she was wondering if you had a job. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I try to understand Jessel, but then... She when she met with Aaron and she said Tribeca is up and coming. What? But I'm this not is what even I mean by New the Yorker. most uptight people in the world. Well, what? How? In what way? What do you mean? Jessel said something dumb. I didn't realize how dumb it was because I don't know nothing about New York. But oh. at the same time, Aaron would not. How dare she? And the reason why I think Erin was so upset is because she lives there. And she's like, how dare she call my neighborhood up and coming? No, how dare she? <laughs> and if anyone told me Tribeca was up and coming, I don't live there. I would look at you with a, like, what? Especially if you're trying to front like, oh, I know this and I know that and all that stuff. And then you just say, oh, it was cute. It's up and coming. Like, it just sounds stupid. Tribeca, it has its own film festival. <laughs> like, why would you say that and then say like you're trying to stick one to her and it doesn't even land? So that's the part where I'm like, you know, I try to understand Jessel and then she says something and then you're like, okay, Jessel, like, what's your angle here? I don't know. As you would say, and then after she effed up and called Tribeca up and coming, this is what I mean by the two most uptight people. She then follows on with, um, what does she say? It doesn't have any restaurants. <laughs> oh my God. And Erin is starting to lose her mind. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> First you say it's up and coming. Then you try to say it doesn't have enough restaurants. She was losing her mind. Yeah, she doesn't know when to just let it go. And she just keeps going. Yeah, because even that apology to... Uh, to Jenna, she said something, and I was like, "Yeah, but you know, if I did, I still wouldn't." Have. I was like, "Okay, we got it, Jessel." But I mean, good on her. I do think though that when Jenna was telling her coming out story, I feel like her eyes were and ears were perked up, and I was like, "Are you trying to escape your life too?" I don't know, but her husband was with her and watch what happens live, and they seem to be strong, but we never know with these people. Oh, but they just don't. Yeah, they don't seem like they like each other, I think. Correct. They look like they tolerate each other, which is just unfortunate. But that's what the housewives does, exposes the cracks, just like Robin. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but there was a another housewife. I was about to say fifth. I was like, there's more than five. And she had to quit when filming started because there was a whole controversy of one oh i don't want to say this wrong do you, do you know the controversy i vaguely Which, know the controversy 
I'm scared to like get into it because I was thinking about it. I was the thing is is that I didn't realize that she had quit before filming. I thought it was someone who were watching who was not going to make it to the end of the season. Oh. Okay, because I know she filmed, and there was an altercation. There are two things. There was an altercation with Bryn, and Bryn called her back upset about it offline, and then her husband was repeating the conversation, and I maybe Bryn used the N-word, I don't know, or something like that, but he was repeating it, and he used the N-word in its entirety and didn't say the N-word, and that was the whole thing. And the other thing is, um, the, the compare, she was trying to make a comparison that she started comparing something to the N word, something to do, I think with Israel or being Jewish. And then the N word was thrown out there and it was just very, very bad. Um, but I thought that it was Aaron cause I thought Aaron was Jewish. Aaron is, I believe. I think so. I think something's going to happen. Uh, has Aaron been on Watch What Happens Live? Yeah, they all were together. Which has been oh, there that's twice. right. So, did they... Okay, I was confused. I thought one of the people that we're watching now was going to get kicked off. <laughs> I didn't realize oh, the person no, no, got no, kicked no, no, off no. was already kicked off. No, she quit. She wasn't kicked off. She quit. There was, was something it, that she kept... Lizzie. Lizzie, okay, that's right. So she was on... I thought there were six of them. She was on... When they announced it at BravoCon, she was one of the six. She did not make it that day. Oh, okay. As the gods will have it, I think. Because I was looking at all the pictures, so they didn't have to worry about that. But I think she was the one that was missing. One person was missing. Did they start shooting without her then? No, like, but did that's they the restart thing. shooting? I don't know all the details of that. Because I, I thought that... That first episode when they were in Jenna's apartment, I thought they were shooting it weird, but, you know, talked to a bunch of people and they were like, they did not notice it. But to me, I thought they were shooting it weird because I was wondering how they shot around her and we didn't see her. So interesting. There's that. So, yeah, we lost somebody. But, I mean, she said she quit because she was on the receiving end of a lot of anti-Semitic attacks. And she just didn't want to put her family through that. So, I think she she's a matchmaker. Oh. And I think she was trying to explain to Bryn that for Orthodox Jews, they usually favor marriages between Jews to preserve the ethnic lineage, sorry, um, which is basically like um, Jewish matchmaking. Like, you know, you just marry. To me, I just thought it was like just wanting to share the same faith with them. But then Bryn took it to mean like, that's terrible, that imagine if they did that where, you know, you can have interracial marriages or whatever. And then she used the N-word while she was talking about it. And then her husband just repeated it with, yeah, there was that. Okay. She it's had, I think, in her profile, I remember when this came out because of our good friend Mandy Slutsker. Um, Mandy is Jewish and she talks about Bravo on her podcast and she's come on here a couple of times. So whenever I need my education about anything related to Judaism and, and housewives, Mandy is my source. 
So when this first came out, Mandy uh, pointed out to us and explained much better than I could ever that Lizzie had Zionist, I think, in her Instagram profile. And then Mandy did a really good breakdown of what exactly it can mean when someone calls themselves a Zionist. Once again, I will not try to explain it here. Um, So I think when the controversy happened, I was vaguely paying attention, but I really don't like to do like the the pre-gaming, I'm like, can I just watch the show? <laughs> so I wasn't playing total attention, um, which is why I probably missed the fact that she she was never on the show. I thought that she had been on the show and that she was eventually going to leave, and I didn't know who it was. But thank you for reminding me that her name is Lizzie, and it's not going to be Aaron. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. But yeah, so there was drama before it even started filming, and that was that. Okay, let's talk about Uber. Oh, I love Uber. I, she's the one who definitely has not watched the show. (laughs) (laughs) But I was surprised at how surprised Andy was that she's cousins with Chanel Ayan. I felt like we were all told that she was cousins with Chanel Ayan repeatedly. Um, this was afterwards. Okay. And then it's fine if we're surprised, but how did Casting not know that they're cousins? I mean, that's very strange to me. I don't know about you, but you know how many people I call cousin and how distantly we can be related. Um, she said it. It's not even distance <laughs> because Andy wasn't even like, "Wait, you're like actual actual cousins." <laughs> so yeah, but even if even if they're distantly Whitney and Heather cousins, still. Cousins. No, Whitney and Heather are cousins who discovered after they met each other. I think Uba and, and Chanel are cousins who like actually knew each other growing up. Is that wrong or is that right? Not growing up, but I, I can't honestly I can't I don't want to say because I don't know, but they're actual cousins. <laughs> but either way, it was before she was cast. I'm just surprised that it was not a thing that came up um and things like that. But Uber's great. Um you've heard me say it a million times. Um I knew her as a model off and on, but my my sir, my the game I play with myself is where have I seen this person? What reality show have I seen? And I saw her on my on Orthodox Life because that lady I forget her name was representing her on what she needed to do after her motherly life, and that was when Uba Hot. That's the first time I saw Uba Hot, and she was trying to help her promote it. So yeah, not her first foray into reality show. I love Uba, but I feel like Uba, if she continues on her current trajectory, she's going to be a friend of next season. Oh, no. If Robin can stay a wife, if Sheree can stay a wife, she can she can make it. She can, Cynthia, she's like the Cynthia, don't you think? She is all of those things. But I feel like everybody else, we've had one intense conversation with Uba, which was really sad, um, uh-huh. about her mom. Other than that, these women would be sitting there doing their nonsense. And Uba is kind of like Jenna Lyon in that she's kind of like, this is dumb. (laughs) Whatever y'all are arguing about right now is dumb. Ergo, I'm going to laugh at it because it's funny. But it puts her in like a different spot with the rest of the group because she's not in the drama right now. Everybody else is very much in it. She's not. Everybody else is commenting on it. Uba is laughing at it. (laughs) And I think that's okay. I don't think everybody needs to be into drama. And like she likes to remind us, English is my third language. I can't keep up <laughs> with what these guys are saying. She was like, cackling, ha- ha- cackling who? What does that mean? <laughs> so 
But I think she's like comedic relief and then she's pretty and then she's in it. And plus she is going to be in the drama. In the trailer, we see her take sunglasses off of was it Sai or Erin? I'm not sure. And she was like, Yeah, so she will be in it. But she's just warming up. Um probably. All right, guys, we'll be right back to keep on talking about Uba. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we are back. Yeah. Um, I enjoy her flirting. And I think, not that her... Um, her position is dependent on a man, but if she starts dating, I think that secures her second season. Because we definitely want to see Uba dating. Yeah. But I honestly, I think she's a fun enough character that she'll make it through. I, I hope so. I don't think they really, so far, we're like, what, five, six episodes in? I yeah. see no reason for any changes. <laughs> yeah. This is a good cast. Yeah. If anything, they might just add um, people in there. Um, would you say Bryn is the standout of the season? No. And I was reading that. And I'm like, I was confused. Based on what I had seen, I didn't think Bryn was a standout. I think Sai is more of a standout than Bryn. But that's just me. Interesting. But you have a type of housewife that you like. I like, I always like the housewife who stands there and uh, sort of looks at all these women and is like, you know, you're crazy, right? And I also like a, a shit stirrer a little bit. Um, I like the sniper from the side, if you will. And Sai is definitely that. That's exactly She's- what you're typing, sniper <laughs> from the side. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brynn is kooky. And I don't think it's, by all accounts, she should be annoying, but I don't think it's put on. I think she's really just dealing with her shit internally, and that's how it comes off. Um, I applaud her for sharing her story. Like I said, all these women have rich backgrounds that they're willing to share um, with us. And it was very sad, but I think she's just making the best out of it but it's playing out in different ways she's been through three engagements and she's on watch what happens live saying she would like to be with shep which anyone who tells you they want to be with shep from southern charm you is very questionable but her reason is we're both commitment phobes so i think we're a match made in heaven so Like I said, she's working through her shit. But I think she's kooky. I think she's down to have a good time. I do not know what Bryn does for a living. Oh, yes. Because I feel like I know what everybody else does for a living. And Bryn, I've been wondering, what does she do? She has money, though. I mean, she just got into tax problems. So, yeah, she does have money. (laughs) That's the only way you know a person really has money. (laughs) Because the IRS will be like, you owe us some of that. Yeah. 
oh, that she has that. I don't know if we're ever going to meet her siblings because she talks about them. But um, I think Brynn and Sai had a falling out because Sai is now like, oh, she's not best friends with Brynn anymore. She told her secret, but who knows if it's just PR for the show or anything. But yeah, like I said, I enjoy them all together. Like individually, I like them more together than individually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but generally, like, I appreciate the show. Um, I don't know what it means for the future of Housewives if people are going to there's going to be reboots going around. Um, the ratings are decent, nothing sky high or anything. They're good enough, but for me, I recommend the show. You know, um, but where was I going with this? Oh, so I find it interesting. You people can talk all they want to about how Atlanta is on the decline. It's not as good anymore. Bravo always wants to launch a show after Atlanta so that they can get the ratings. Not because it's a Sunday? Well, it's Sunday, but they also want, I feel like they love having Atlanta. Because usually they have Atlanta lead in on like the black shows. But I found it interesting that they put Real Housewives of New York after Atlanta, but I think it's because they wanted to give them the best possible, um, you know, support. Uh, and so I'm like, is because the first episode of New York did really, really well, and then it's been kind of downhill from there, which was very surprising to me because it's actually good. Well, I think the first episode did really well because they padded the the numbers. They included, what was it, Peacock numbers or something like that, and then made it sound more than it is. Because make no mistake, the challenges, not the challenges, well, I do think it's a challenge for Atlanta. I think Atlanta needs some refreshing, but the numbers are still good. Like, um, Atlanta and OC have been posting pretty decent numbers, too. I will say, look, I love Atlanta. I'm watching Atlanta. But when I watched the first, this was the first time I watched Atlanta back to back with Roni. And I was like, oh, like you can just see Roni is new. It doesn't have all this baggage that Atlanta seems to bring. Mm-hmm. OC is really good right now, too. My definition of really good is I love watching these women fight over petty things. Low stakes. <laughs> Low stakes. Argument. I was listening to. Um, Ronnie and Ben on another podcast and they were talking about in the olden days before they watched Real Housewives, which I'm like, how could there be a time before you watch Real Housewives? It's literally how you make your living now. And they were talking about how like they would look at the comments um, before they watched the show and the comments would just be about people arguing about someone should have invited someone to something. (laughs) And those were the golden, like, I think people forget what Housewives used to be. Like, yeah. These Roni chicks remind me that Jessel and Aaron conversation just brought me back to Kelly and Bethany being like, you're up here and I'm down here. It was the same energy arguing about absolutely nothing. That is what I want to see housewives do. Yeah. That is the bread and butter of the show. Yep. You are absolutely right. But yeah, but I think it was all like a, their Sunday. It's like their Sunday night football or reality show because it's Atlanta, New York, and then Crappy Lake. Uh, I do not watch Crappy Lake. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, I had to. I just switched the channel on the TV because I refused to give them views. I can't believe it's kind of strange. I don't really pay a lot of attention to the Bravo schedule, but they don't have that many shows. The fact that they're packaging three of them on one night—that's a little crazy to me. That's why I was mentioning the Sunday night. There is an advantage to being on on Sunday versus a weekday. I guess because we're all home on Sunday night, so we're more likely to be watching TV. Ergo, we're more likely to be watching. Yeah, okay. there's more live live viewing than DVR. Um, for that, because honestly, I couldn't tell you when the other ones come on. I know it's during the week, but I just watch on my DVR or Peacock. Really, I just know start the next day. <laughs> I watch most of everything on Peacock too. Um. I've been really, you guys, I've been watching a lot of Dateline these days, like old episodes of Dateline. It's a bit of an addiction. I've never been a true crime girl, but I think I am one now. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah, guys, let us know. What are your thoughts on Roni? Are you watching Roni? I feel like if you've never watched The Housewives and you're trying to dip your toes, um, you might as well start from something that's just five episodes versus like yes. 20 seasons. Like just dip in and see how it feels. Like I think it's a fair representation of the housewives. It's not like so far left field as opposed to like if we told them to watch Salt Lake City, it'll be like, hmm. But this I think is like a good entryway point to dip your toes into housewives and say you watch one housewives show. Very true. And I will say... When you watch early seasons of Real Housewives, they're always at other people's events. And then other people at the events, maybe they're not household names, but they're pretty cool. And I felt like this is kind of bringing that back. They're still having their own events instead of going to other people's events. But there's there's something very New York about the show. There's like a sense of place, which you don't get from Salt Lake City, to be honest. And there is something about these tiny ass places that rich people in New York live that just gives me a thrill. (laughs) <laughs> you can tell that everything's very small because it's New York. Yeah. I mean, we give Carrie a lot of crap about it on Sex and the City, but the thing is with New York in there, it's like its own character. So it adds its own flair to it. Okay, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Join us next week when we find out what we're going to cover. You'll find out, too, (laughs) what it's going to be. Keep sending in suggestions, and we'll see what we can do about it. And we'll all keep waiting till Lifetime decides to release a new season that's already done. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.